And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And hey, I do appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, it's great to have you listening. If you have any if you have any questions throughout the course of the show or on any other topics we may have talked about in the past or just something on your mind, feel free to send me an email to askandy at L-U-I-N-C dot com. Again, askandy at L-U-I-N-C.com. I can tell your wheels are turning out there. Start of the year, you've got goals. I've been getting a lot more emails of late, it seems, than, than normal. And that's that's great. I do I do welcome that. Now to open the the show, I want to I want to start with a question, and it just goes like this: Would you rather be rich or wealthy? Would you rather be rich or wealthy? It may sound like a, a strange question, because hey, aren't those interchangeable? Well, you know, if you and I did this just to check <laughs> sanity check, I uh, got online, just looked up the definition of rich, and it says having a great deal of money or assets. And then it says wealthy. I said, okay, all right, they're using wealthy to define rich. What if I flip that on its head and look up wealthy? Having a great deal of money, resources or assets, a little bit different there. And there's that word rich. So it sure seems interchangeable. And and personally, I've I've always just used those in my head as synonyms, right? As as the same. I've always viewed those as the same. But it, but they may not be. And, and I want to be clear, I don't want to seem tone deaf in the moment asking that question, would you rather be rich or, or, or wealthy? I know that there are a lot of people out there that are right now facing a, a tight budget due to inflation or maybe have some other financial difficulties, even though even though we've heard the administration or um, the national press may, may be crowing about, hey, inflation's peaked, hey, it's coming down, uh, unemployment's down, but but we know that it's still there. The inflation is still hitting people's pocketbooks, and high interest rates are certainly having an impact. Take this as an opportunity to think about the future. Think forward about the things that you want to create, the things that you're going to create. And be sure to keep listening to the show because we talk about other things uh, during the course of the program that can help you as well if you need to create some some breathing room, as I like to call it. But for today, let's let's just run with this. Would you rather be rich or wealthy? And I came across a a, a different concept or uh, consideration that I think is worth discussing today because it may impact some of you out there as well. And in fact, if you think about it, it then leads to a couple of um, auxiliary questions. And, and and this may be worth considering as well as you lay out your your plan for building that future. Question number one is: Can you be rich? but not wealthy. Yes, you can, and you have a big problem, maybe maybe several. Opposite question, can you be wealthy but not rich? And here too, yes, you can, and you do have a problem as well. Let's address let's address both of those. And 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 naturally, you may be then thinking, well, if there is a difference, can I be both rich and wealthy? Yeah, of course you can. We'll we'll, we'll certainly get to that too. And of course, my, maybe the final important question for our show is can real estate investing, this is a real estate investor radio show, can real estate investing help you become rich or wealthy or both? 
Well, let me tell you about uh, our founder, Del Walmsley. He founded Lifestyles Unlimited 30 plus years ago and has helped thousands of members attain their goals by investing in residential real estate. Whether those goals are to become rich or to become wealthy, or maybe it's just creating that extra breathing room for tough times, I've seen it all. Thousands of members have attained those goals and you can do it too. Now it's important to consider a few things and I'm just going to touch on these briefly. We'll dig into these a little deeper during the course of the show, but think about Del Walmsley, again, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. Consider his three rules to investing. Number one, sounds very basic, don't lose money. Rule number one, don't lose money. Number two, it has to cash flow. That investment that we're taking on, whether that's a single family house or apartments, it has to cash flow. And number three, very important, you cannot get rich slow here. I think we mean rich or or wealthy. Again, his three rules to investing. If you want to learn more, if you want to dig into those, go to our website. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. And you can read about Dell's three rules in, in greater detail there. There's a search bar at the bottom. Let's continue the discussion here. And I, and I posed the question earlier, would you rather be rich or wealthy? I personally, I've always considered those as interchangeable words, synonyms. Immediately in the article here, it says being rich and being wealthy are often seen as being the same thing. Well, that's that's my been my perspective. But um, they do point to the fact that, hey, both of these tend to have more assets, the rich, the wealthy, greater financial freedom than, than perhaps the typical person. But they say there are some, some very large differences that you, you want to consider. And they're going to define those. We're going to, we're going to look at that. But I like the sentence they have here, and, and I'll repeat this later on. They say, if your financial goals include rising to the ranks of the rich or growing wealth, ergo becoming wealthy, it's important to know how they compare. So how do they compare? Well, let's start with, I'm just going to lean on their, their data here. And by the way, you know, I don't like to have just one source for anything I'm looking at. I did, did dig a little deeper out there, and there are other places where you can get some of these definitions, and they have some links on here as well. The Brookings Institute, for example, is one where I read a little bit deeper as well. But we're going to lean on this, this blog here, and, and it, it asks the question, what, what does it mean to be rich? And income. Income is, is how they're defining rich. It's, it's the standard... Uh, when they're measuring their definition of a rich person, right? So what is the income? Well, if you're, we hear a lot about the top 1%. If you're in the top 1%, your annual income needs to be somewhere north of $540,000 per year. That's, that's, that's rich at the 1% level. Let's dial it down a little bit. Let's get a little more realistic here. What about the top 5%? Well, you need to be clearing a little bit north of 330 k per year. Right. They're looking at data, for example, from the internal, from the IRS and a couple of, of, of other sources as well. 20%. What if you're in the top 20%? Um, then you need to earn 130K per year. Right. So we're getting some levels there. So different levels of, of I guess, attaining richness or, or income, as it were. That is, I think, the important point here is income. And, and personally, as somebody with a, with a background uh, in, in financial analysis and modeling, corporate finance, all that, all that fun stuff, I, I often tend to translate in my own head, I tend to translate these things into the, the classic three uh, financial reports you might see as part of a, a company's annual report. And, and we're going to be looking at the P&L or the the income statement. We're going to look at the the balance sheet, and we're going to look at cat you know the cash flow statement. Let's leave that one out. And here, the financial statement I'm I'm considering in my head is simply the the P&L or the income statement. That's measuring what are you earning, what are you making at the end of the year. So that's what we want to get to. 
is creating more income to be to attain that definition here of rich. Now, what does it mean, on the other hand, to be wealthy? How do they define wealthy? Well, it's not in terms of income, but it's in terms of net worth. Okay, and think of net worth. What is the math to get to your net worth? It's take all of your assets in one column, all of your liabilities in another column. If you've never done this, it's, it's worth sitting down and figuring out your net worth. That's a great benchmark when you want to grow wealth is to determine that net worth. So we've got assets minus liabilities. That yields your net worth. And again, thinking from a financial statement perspective, that sounds like a classic balance sheet to me. I use net worth or balance sheet uh, net worth often interchangeably. So the rich are defined by income. The wealthy in this blog and, and in other sources as well are defined by their 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 net worth, essentially their assets minus the liabilities. And, and to go a step further with the the notion of financial statements, I want you to also consider. And this is one of the very first things we do when you become a member at Lifestyles Unlimited is 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 have you sit down and put together a personal financial statement. Well, didn't you just tell us that's assets minus liabilities equals net worth? That is actually one part of the equation there, part of that personal financial statement. Um, but there's a little bit more to it. And it's a great exercise, again, because you're setting in paper, where do I stand right now? So back to the question, would you rather be rich or wealthy? No matter what direction you want to go or go both, you want a benchmark so you can measure your, your, your progress. If I think about goal setting, it needs to be measurable. I need to know where I'm starting, where I want to go so that I can look back and figure that out. And it's a great exercise. And I'll tell you, it's something you want to practice. If you want to become a, an apartment investor, you know, we went through the uh, last year, my wife and I looking at buying small multifamily, we had a lot of conversations with lenders. And what's the first thing they want to see? Your personal financial statement. Unfortunately, they all have their own format. So you get used to figuring these things out and, and, and building, number one, that balance sheet, lining up your assets so they can see them all and they want to see them all, lining up your liabilities, getting to your net worth. But the second part of that personal financial statement is the income statement, the P&L. What are my sources of income? And for a lot of people, there's one source, the job. Maybe if you are dinks, double income, no kids, you've got two sources, two jobs, right? What are the sources? We need to build that out if that's your case. You have an income problem. We'll get there in a moment, but we've got the income flowing in. Well, wh what's the expense side? What's flowing out? You put those two pictures together and you get to your net income. So that personal financial statement, it has both pieces. It has the balance sheet. It has the income statement. It measures, as per our discussion today, it measures both wealth and richness or being rich in, in essence per, per the definition of income. So back to the statement they make on this blog. There's more detail there. They get into some stuff around mindset. Mindset is very important. Mindset, by the way, is very important. We talk about that a lot at Lifestyles Unlimited because a lot of people have that mindset that has gotten them to two streams of income as a family, and it's it's we, we need to shift away from that. Look at building more income streams. That's why you're listening right now, because you've understood that and you want to do that. Single family houses and apartments are a great, great way to do that. But mindset is a very difficult thing to overcome, and there are mindset differences between the rich and the wealthy. They dive into that a little bit more on that blog, but ultimately I want to come back to that statement if your financial goals include rising to the ranks of the rich or growing wealth, they're viewing this as 
a bifurcation, two different things. If your financial goals include the one or the other, it's important to know how they compare. We just talked about that. But I want to I want to translate this now to what we talk about a lot on this show. In other words, are you trying to create income, right? Attain becoming rich or build wealth? To translate that yet farther into my normal parlance, are you trying to create cash flow or build equity. What did we talk about in in the earlier segment? The five ways we make money on our houses, six with apartments. It has to cash flow. Big, big, important part of that are rules to investing. It must cash flow. And then a ton of equity plays. So what do you want to do? And this is precisely one of the things I encourage you to think about when determining your real estate investing criteria. Am I trying to create that cash flow for whatever reason, for more breathing room, because I want to replace my my job income, because I want to grow my income beyond that? Or are you trying to create wealth, generational wealth for you and your family? Great perspective when thinking about your investing criteria. Well, what if you're rich but not wealthy? Wealthy but not rich. We'll talk about that when we come back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What is Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I can get my hands on for a better deal. A better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26 when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so, from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I thank you for tuning in today. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And today on the program, we're, we're, we've asked and we're now answering the question, would you rather be rich or wealthy? Well, you've got to answer that question. You've got to figure out which direction do you want to go? What are your financial goals? We hit that plenty in the prior segment, I think. And it very much parallels the question I ask, especially when I'm talking to new investors. What are your goals with real estate? Do you want to create cash flow or do you want to build wealth? Do you want to build equity? Those are two different things. But the good news is as a real estate investor, I can attain, I can achieve both of those. Now, ancillary question we asked at the start of the show, can you be rich and we defined rich versus wealthy. If you're like me, we thought these were interchangeable all our lives. Um, but we define this per new information, a, a new perspective that I've that I've been been researching here. So the question becomes: Can you be rich but not wealthy? And yes, you can. Rich again is defined by income. You have an income stream, but do you have the assets that accompany that? You may not. 
you you may have a you may have multiple problems. You may have a spending problem, for example, or possibly an income problem that does not support your spending. You know, if you do any research, I hear these numbers all the time. Uh, the number of people living paycheck to paycheck. It does not matter what your income level is. Too many people, and again, this goes back to mindset, too many people as they move up that ladder, as the, those wages grow, as that salary grows, their spending grows as well. And uh, just d digging around, 30%. 30% is the, the share of consumers is how they're looking at this is on payments.com. 30% of consumers that earn more than $200,000 per year are living paycheck to paycheck. Another site I saw 36% of people earning a quarter million per year living paycheck to paycheck. That's as of late uh, 2022. That points to a spending problem in my view. And that's where mindset shift is hugely important. And the, the, the blog we're looking at dives into that. We really dive into that at our two-day financial freedom seminar and just in general in our discussions at Lifestyles Unlimited because you sometimes have to make a massive shift from what you've been doing. Now, if, if the, the problem is truly income, how do you address that? With real estate in particular, you can create more cash flow. That's income, more cash flow through real estate to address that income side. Your problem is income. You can create income. You can create specifically passive income, and that's the beautiful part. It's passive. It's coming in the door. No matter, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm sleeping, whether I'm bumping around the country in the RV bunker, skydive, whatever I'm doing, it's coming in because it's passive. I, set, I get it into place. I create a little ATM, and it starts to kick off that money every month passive income. So you may have a spending problem, you may have an income problem, or you may have a tax problem. Think about the very definition of rich versus wealthy. The rich are defined by income. Who pays the taxes in the country? Those with higher incomes pay a higher income tax. You're taxed more highly. Here too, you can use the advantages of real estate investing, specifically the tax advantages to potentially offset that income, to shift that burden. We talk about that a lot as well. I'm not going to go into details right now. There are shows out there, again, if you go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, where we talk about the tax advantages. And as you overcome these issues, and you've been rich, you've got the income, but not wealthy, right? Rich, but not wealthy, you've got the income, as you overcome these issues and seek to now grow that wealth, you've created more income to address the spending, right? To grow that income pie. Well, as you overcome these issues and now you seek to add to the wealth side of the equa equation, remember Dell's number one rule, do not lose money. You do not want to lose principal in those investments that you've now created extra income. You've freed up income. Whether that's through that mindset shift and that, that reduced spending or just the added income, you've, you, you've now got more pie to work with and you're going to invest, but don't lose money. How do you do that? Buy right. This is Dell's number one rule. Do not lose money. Do not lose your principal. And we do that by buying right, whether that's a single family house or apartments. We buy right and we have equity capture right at the Start of the show, first segment, we, we, we talked about the five ways we make money. Cash flow, we already, we already went into that. Equity capture. When I buy a right, I buy a distressed house, for example, I fix it up, I have equity capture there, and it can be very significant. 
That's how I prevent losing money. I've created a massive buffer. You may be working a, a full-time job and have invested so much in that gold and those other things that you got a plump balance sheet, but you're still having to work. Why? Because you don't have the income to meet your daily and monthly expenses and to allow you to be financially free and to become real estate retired. It's not gold retired. It's not Bitcoin retired. It's not 401k retired. It's real estate retired because we create passive income through our real estate investments. And to take it back to Del Walmsley uh, the, uh, and his three rules of investing. Remember, Del Walmsley is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited three decades ago and, and more. And he, he's had these rules. We talked about number one, don't lose money. Well, here's where number two plays into the conversation. It has to cash flow. None of those things I mentioned, and there are more out there, other assets you may have on your balance sheet, those don't cash flow unless you sell them. You sit, you wait for appreciation, and then you, you hope to buy low, you, you hope to sell high. You hope. And you wait. For us, buying a single-family house or investing in apartments, we follow that second rule. It has to cash flow. The houses we buy cash flow. Can you buy houses that don't cash flow? Yeah, you can. I think about people that are investing on the, co on the coast where the prices are so high. They're investing for speculative reasons here too, hoping that the values go up. I've talked to people that are feeding that machine. They are losing money and paying every month, waiting for appreciation. There is no cash flow. They're breaking rule number one. They're losing money. They're breaking rule number two. It is not cash flowing. The houses we buy in the markets where we buy, they cash flow. Apartments. We buy either for, there's a little bit of a differentiation here. This goes back to your goals. We buy either for cash flow now. In fact, we just signed a subscription on apartments that will be cash flowing immediately. Or they will down the line once we execute the business plan. I'm also invested in somewhere I've, I know we will not see cash flow for 12, maybe, maybe 18 months while the investor that is leading that apartment in investment, that apartment syndication repositions the asset. Sometimes it can take a while. That one will create a lot of wealth for me on the back end. So again, it goes back to your, your goals. Are you looking to create cash flow? Are you looking to build wealth, create equity? So the apartments we buy ultimately will cash flow though. One house, by the way, if you're, if you're wondering, well, how much? One house may provide us a, a net cash flow. That's my profit every month of anywhere between 200 to $600 per month. Now take note, one house will not make us rich if I'm thinking about rich as a, from the income perspective. But the good news is it's a very easy process to repeat. Once you've done one, it's very easy to do number two and number three, and acquire another one after that, and another one after that, and you stack that cash flow. We call that the cash flow snowball, and it really builds, and it builds faster. Every time you add another asset to that stack, it throws off cash, and that cash flow snowball moves faster. It gets bigger, and before you know it, you are rich from the perspective of income. Now back to our questions. Given the, the definitions we're using today for rich and wealthy, can we be both of course. And can we get through th there through real estate? Yeah. In fact, I can think of no better way to get there, in fact. Because again, with real estate investing, we're not making money just one way 
or even just two ways. We already mentioned that a few times, but it's worth repeating. On our houses, just on my houses, I'm making money five ways. There's that cash flow that addresses the income, the becoming rich part of the question. And then there's the equity capture because I buy right and I follow Dell's rule number one, don't lose money. I create equity on the outset. That's a buffer that's going to protect me. And over time, equity buildup as my residents pay down that mortgage. And over time, appreciation, because these houses will appreciate. And then the tax advantages. That's five ways. So I'm addressing both the income or rich part of that question, and I'm addressing the equity or wealth part of that question. And if I talk about apartments, boy, that forced appreciation is a massive, massive lever that I really, well, I love watching how the lead investors go in and turn these apartments around because they pull that lever in so many different places and it forces appreciation and that leads to massive capital, capital gains. Now, back to Dell's three rules to investing. We, we talked about number one, don't lose money. And we talked about number two, it has to cash flow in the context of our discussion around rich versus wealthy. And to keep things moving, because we always want to be moving forward, you have to remember, you absolutely, especially if you are a real estate investor now, you have to remember rule number three. What is rule number three? You can't get rich slow. And I would add wealthy for today's discussion. What does that mean? It means a couple of things, actually. When you start to have success in this space, you will find that you need, you need money to invest. And at some point, you, it may get a little thin. When you have success, that money will find you. It will find you. And you may have to, in some cases, go out and, and find that money. And what I mean here is keep your investments turning. If you have a single-family house and you've been sitting on it for a very long time, you're loving that cash flow. I know you are. And you're loving your that wealth on your balance sheet, asset minus liability. You've been paying down that debt. Rather, your who? Your residents have been paying down that mortgage for you. Your wealth continues to grow. Appreciation continues to add on to that balance sheet. You're loving that. But if you take a moment and you look at that income from that asset, take the annual income and divide it by the equity that you now have in that property, you're going to figure out what your return on equity is. And that will decline every year as your equity grows that is going to get small even if you take your rents up every year it's going to decline and you have to do the hard thing you have to divest in other words you have to sell that house and reinvest i know it's hard it's hard to do sometimes especially if you've been holding it for a while and your cash flow is massive maybe it's even paid off you don't have to pay the mortgage anymore. If you've held it that long, it's time. I know it's hard to do, but it is really necessary for growth because you're growing very slowly at this point. Equity capture, man, that is a massive punch right at the outset. But to get to equity capture, I have to buy. I have to reposition an asset. And I can't do that if my, if my money is tied up in that house. I need to release it and get into maybe two, three, four five more houses keep it turning so you can't get rich slow if you want to learn more about Dell Walmsley's three rules of investing go to our website lifestylesunlimited.com there's a great article out there and back back to the question with which we started the show would you rather be rich or would you rather be wealthy personally I 
I will probably, after our discussion today, continue to generally use those as synonyms, as most people will view those as one and the same. And to be honest, I don't think it matters. I, I really don't think it matters if you become a successful real estate investor because you will find you will find that you have attained both. And if you do, if you do continue, if you do take away from today, if you do view those differently, please understand rich and wealthy absolutely do not have to be mutually exclusive. If, if you sit down and put together your personal financial statement and you find that one is more heavily weighted than the other, well, we talked about things that you can do to improve that. You can change your mindset, address that spending, address that income by getting into cash flowing assets, by divesting those assets that do not cash flow and getting into real estate. Again, real estate is a great way to achieve both. It is not an, it is not an either or situation, obviously. And a great way, a great way to learn about becoming a successful real estate investor. I have to mention this here, and I love the, I love the title of Lifestyles Unlimited's upcoming expo. What is it called? It's the Wealth and Passive Income Expo. Lifestyles Unlimited got it right when they named the expo. Whether you want to be rich, get into that income, right? Namely the passive income, or whether you want to become wealthy, build that wealth, that equity, for generations to come, the name says it right there. Wealth and Passive Income Expo. And that's going to be coming up February 15th to the 18th in Irving, Texas. So we, not much time left. You can go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a button there, Expo Plus Tour. I know that a lot of the packages have already sold out. There are still some available, so be sure to check that out. That's going to be, again, mid-February in Irving, Texas, coming up real soon and learn about whatever part of that equation you're seeking to attain or both. Come on out, get the education started, and figure out what your investing criteria is and which direction you really want to go. Yeah, thank you for listening today. If you have any questions, again, send me an email, askandy at luinc.com. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a great day. listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles unlimited.com until next time remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle the information and opinions you hear on the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show are those of the hosts guests and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station its affiliates its management or advertisers the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show is for entertainment purposes only please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs nothing presented on the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show constitutes an endorsement recommendation offer or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security